Hello and welcome back to the Raconteur Collection. My name is Charlie, one of your hosts. Oh, I see the hand far in the back, the distant, distant child. Child, what is your question? Can I come on? It sounded like you said, what is the Raconteur Collection and what are some of the recent things they've done? That's what I meant. That's what I heard. You throw the brick. (laughs) The Raconteur Collection is a podcast about everything and nothing all at the same time. We fight a constant battle with Green Day for... (laughs) Never mind. Don't don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. They told me not to bring it up anymore. It's illegal. I never caught that until you mentioned it. Until I mentioned it. Yeah. We've recorded episodes about never-ending story. We've recorded episodes about the Quartz Foundation. We've recorded episodes about... Which does or does not exist. We don't know. Cryptids. Which do exist. Do you want me to say some episode names? Is that where you're that's why that's frantically why, yeah, that's why I was gesturing me. at you? I mean, we have episodes on friendship, love and there, loss, death, yeah, uh, all the best video games. You can find a little bit of anything and everything in the Raconteur Collection. I think so. Mm-hmm. Show about stories hosted by two brothers, oh. Jack and Charlie, and recently. <laughs> their guest brought up from the dungeon he's always here you just always hear him michael yeah i would consider myself a, a brother if oh, i could yeah. be so forward yeah i would say so host by the brothers i wouldn't well <laughs> jack you, charlie and michael you know that one, just, that one stung did you have to go there this week we're talking about stardew valley which i'm thrilled mm. to be talking about but first sweet sweet farm life yeah but first we'll uh Get into a little bit of how our weeks have been. Um, if you out there are listening to the Raconteur Collection, give us a rating on Spotify. You can do that now. Uh, spread the word. Tell your friends. Five stars. Nothing you know, less. I, I don't, don't even bother. Say, yeah, don't even bother. If it's not going to be five stars. We have a Patreon as well, and there's only a $100 donation tier now. Yep, don't even bother <laughs> don't if it's even, under $100. I don't even want your money unless it's $100. Yeah. No. But... Tell your friends. I'm not going to say post it on social media because, to be honest with you, I think word of mouth between friends is way more of a positive thing than it is. Yes. I was ranting about this to myself in the car earlier when I was driving. It's a little scary. Well, no, because someone, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about, you know, you get to a point in your podcast career where you've exhausted all your connections, all the people you know, and then it's just you. And I'm like, well... And then it's just get good, son. Well, I was like, what if you don't have connections? What if you didn't have money or a previous fan base? That's that's for another episode. But how the heck are you supposed to get started and like grow? Because we all know you have like a thousand followers on Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> does not translate to like actual podcast listens or views or whatever. You know, I think how we grow. I think we keep doing what we're doing, right? We keep rolling along. And then maybe someday we'll gather some moss maybe someday we'll yeah, turn into a big six. snowball rolling down i mean the people just won't be able to keep their hands off these oh no see that's the thing beautiful bodies of ours these personalities i don't want when somebody new joins the rack and are so gorgeous for the first time they look back and they say oh my gosh look at all these episodes i have so much Absolutely. to catch up on with the boys Hell i yeah, think there brother. are plenty of podcast success stories and maybe we just yeah. don't know about them um i definitely like follow a few that did not used to be like where they are now you know so you never know and of course like it's in its heyday right now but hey you know people want to listen to people talk and you know we want to talk about uh the farm life today oh the farm life and the dew and the stars i would like to say as well that even if let's say that doesn't let's say this never shut up (laughs) (laughs) even if this never takes off 
I still highly value this because it'll be so fun to go back in 10 years and listen to some of these episodes and be like, what were we on about? Like, Mm. why are we like, you know, that that idea sounds very fun to me. So it's like, even if it does showing to the kids, the grandkids or whatever. I mean, like this guy's just going to live on for however long in perpetuity. But we also need. I need to make sure I have like a, a actual hard drive of all the episodes in that, case that like we do ever, need that. Yeah, in the case the know, internet breaks. Yeah. I mean, this is a well of like human experience that yeah that you just can a small dive pocket. into and just just really immerse yourself just into soak, what the human experience soak up that was human experience. For just us. soak up the human experience. Yeah. But Michael, how's your week been? Oh, it's been wonderful. I. Uh, you know, had a little bit of extra time off work this week, just kind of, you know, taking that time to really take care of things in life at home, uh, playing a little bit more uh, games uh, back in the Elden Ring. Ooh, okay, okay, um, okay. My wife has Ring. been ironically Ring. very into Stardew Valley lately, mm. staying up late most nights. So, uh, yeah, but it, I've been good. Not too much has happened. How about you guys? My next. Go ahead. So Matt. I'm I'm doing well. Uh, if you guys can't no, you're not so. next. Oh. <laughs> no. So last week's episode had a few little audio issues because we had a USB microphone along with our two XLR microphones. But today we have three XLR microphones, all thanks to the Patreon funding. So really appreciate that. Super awesome. It's feeling more and more like a podcast setup as like mm-hmm. all those patrons. Yeah, exactly. All those patrons. I'm feeling like Joe Rogan right now. Yeah, feeling like fist away. The carotene. Yeah. Um. But, you know, just doing well. Um, work's going fine. Don't talk about work, but I'm just saying it's going fine. Okay. Not when I'm here, we don't talk about <laughs> How work. many times? We don't do Every that time. Every time. Work's going fine. Don't want to talk about work. We don't that's, do that here. That's 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 like our, that's one of our podcast memes. Nah. Work's fine. We don't want to talk about work. I think so. I've done, I, we I mean, don't have any memes until the people give them to us because we don't get to choose those. Well, you I'm know, very, I'm but, very adamant about that. But you also, can't, because I started this meme, I'm gonna say it is no, canon. Fair, fair enough. It's canon. It's canon. But like I didn't do it like thinking that would be, but I just anymore. I've I've seen. We only talk pattern. about work when it's good. Like when you get a promotion, I want to hear about that. Yeah. You do something really mm. cool, or you see something really fucked up at work. I want to know about that. It needs to be a real loud beep. But beep. if it's not a fun story. Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, it. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you need to talk about it, we talk can talk about, about it. it. But uh, it, my, with me, from week to week, <laughs> with me, my, I mean, my work doesn't change all that much. You know, it's kind of mm. like mundane, and it's like I've already been talking about it with everyone. Mm. So, but as I was saying, yeah. Anyways, please, please. no. So I didn't start doing that every time, like as a meme. I just thought it was funny. So. It That's is. the kind of stuff that catches on. The things that we find funny and someone latches on to that. And we always say we don't talk someone about work. And then we go into this five minute conversation about how we don't talk about work. Mm, who's talking about right now? <laughs> it's no. really funny to me. No, and so then I've been playing um I've been playing a lot of Fortnite, uh, and that's been fun. The Dragon Ball Z event is over. Oh. Can I cut in here? But I got the Shinron glider, so oh, that's pretty let me good. cut in here. That's Sick. Honestly. Well, hold I, on. Hold on. Okay. Ellie and I, my daughter, been playing Fall Guys together. She loves it. She gets so hyped when we qualify for like the next round, and it's the cutest thing in the world. Um, other than that, baby's due in October. We're getting ready for that. Um, and you know, started working on a new song right before I came here. Heck yeah, dude. Things are going pretty well. Last 
last thing, started running again. And I've done two days in a row now. I mean, I've been doing stuff before that, but two days in a row now that I've been like timing my mile, nine minutes. Mm, so wow. I'm, I'm proud of that. Getting getting back into it finally. I have a long way to go. 6.43 was my fastest mile. Wow. That's really good, actually. So. And I do have one more thing. Yes, sir. Significant event. And then Charlie. I started therapy, which hmm. I've never done before. I'm about to go yeah. over and give you a hug. I don't know. I was just like, I was just encouraged to do it by a few people. And so yeah. I'm giving it a try. Let's see what yeah. happens. We're not sponsored by better health this episode <laughs> so we will not tell you uh, to do any of those things but i mean if you do need help reach out to a therapist it's Please one do. of those things that it's like sometimes all of us need to talk i don't know how much i am gonna enjoy it but i'm giving it a shot so well, and i think even if you know you're in a good place therapy's never bad it's never a bad thing to yeah like, yeah yeah I'll, I'll keep you updated on that though and see how things go charlie how's your week been well I have a little story to start off here. Jack talking about Fortnite reminded me. Fortnite. I, for the first time in my gaming life, felt like an old, old ass man. I hop on a Fortnite with Jack. I haven't played Fortnite with Jack in years. You know, playing a new PS5, playing it. That's awesome, by the way, PS5. I mean, highly recommend Demon's Souls. That's what I came there for. But hop on a Fortnite. You know, it's. It's it's familiar enough, like when I'm jumping in, I, the Dragon Ball Z character. I know all the different characters have been in there. I know it's this huge thing, but I get into these games, man, and the amount of, pardon my language, but just shit that is bombarding me is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Drop it into the map. It's all it's all question marked out. That's fine. Discover the map. Fine. We drop. And Jack's like, oh, hey, by the way, this is a sapling. If you throw the sapling, it'll grow a tree, and then you can harvest from the tree, and it'll give you items. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. And I look at Jack's, and it's like this huge sapling. I'm like, whoa. And he looks at mine as this tiny one. He's like, oh, no, it grows over time. You can come back to the same spot, and it'll still be there. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Next thing I know, there's this huge canister that falls out of the sky. I'm like, let me go investigate this. Open it up. What do I find in there? I find three Kamehameha blasts and a Nimbus cloud. And I'm like, that sounds uh, good. And I'm like, okay, okay, cool, cool. That sounds like. And then what? Who comes running over the hill? But Vegeta. And guess who kills me? Vegeta. And I'm like, okay, that's that's cool. And it didn't take thirty episodes. And then Vegeta's, you know, you're telling me it didn't take thirty episodes for that to happen. Vegeta's doing, you know, Fortnite dance over my body, and I'm just like, what? Wow. What is this game? What a time to be alive. And then meanwhile, I have Jack in my ear, who's like, oh, hey, by the way, this is the Chug Slam. If you drink this Chug Slam, it'll give you five HP here or five HP when you burn shit. I'm like, I'm sorry. Okay. And he's like, by the way, this is also a health spray. Really good for surviving the storm. What is this game? I have never played. Fortnite, so, but it sounds like what? a fever dream. It like, kind of is. is a fever dream. <laughs> so it's so funny when you're playing this game. Like Trout was saying, like Vegeta comes over the hill. But what's even more hilarious is when you're running out of storm, you hear a honk of this like semi truck behind you. Turn around, it's <laughs> it's Goku driving the semi truck. Wow. You know, and you throw some grenades at him. It's it's really good. I, it was just, it, it was sounds a lot. fascinating. It was a really. lot. I would love to and see And then I'm this. like playing and it's like finding opponent. And it's like, oh, you killed this guy. And then there's people running around with like NPC, like it friends. Like absolute chaos. And, and then meanwhile, I'm just trying to like survive. And I'm and Jack's like, oh, by the way, this burst gun isn't even good. I'm like, okay, and cool. I'm and it's calmly not, explaining everything. It's not until like rounds later that I'm like, oh, I see why you don't like the burst gun. <laughs> it's just like, sometimes. But it know. taught me though. Charlie, you're an old man. 
This is this is not your game anymore. This so, is not. And sometimes, yeah, you play a game like that, and you think, man, I, if I could go back to the simpler times, it. Uh, you know what I mean, dude. If these games came out when I was in high school, I'd. It was. Oh. It was very fun getting back into it. It reminds me of, you know, like Red, like Ready Player One. That's kind of what mm. Fortnite, I feel like, has become. It's just like a conglomeration we have. You can have Master Chief doing like some stupid dance. You yeah. have Kratos falling out of the sky with an assault rifle. You have Goku like coming in on his. Yeah, <laughs> you're like Thanos is gonna come in. And and it's snap just it, exactly, and, and you're just like people are using swords, and you're just like, what is just yeah. what is what Darth is this? Vader's in the match, and yeah, and it's yeah. Just, it's sometimes you, that to me just makes me want to go back to the simpler times. And then you can it's like go fishing, games. and there's like animals you can kill, and if you kill them, you can get the meat, and you can tame oh. them and jump. And I'm like. And Jack's like, oh, here, take these berries. Well, <laughs> if, 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 I'm like, try to take these clonberries. If you're killing animals, <laughs> so I, like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> All that to say, it's not a problem with the game. Yeah. It's me. Sure. No, it was so funny. So I will say at the end, I did start to like understand like the visual language of what it was trying to like get across. But yeah, right. at the beginning there, it was just. No, it was funny to try. I was like, Jack, like I'm, I'm too old for this. <laughs> and. And my first thought was, Charlie, I know exactly what you mean, but, and I totally agree. Yeah. But also, it's not that hard. But no, it's not that hard. That's the no, thing. Like, like, no, that's the thing. It's like, I know that. Like, like it's coming not... back to Fortnite after like where we left off, which was like, like season six. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Like literally like two and a half years later. Yeah. It's, it's different, but it's fun. You gotta understand too. Like, I was used to playing like Warzone with you, which was like a more realistic, like grounded. Oh. Cool. Like, well, people mad with realistic. Well, you know what I mean. No, I like, know what you mean. So going into like a more cartoony art style where anything is kind of possible, my brain is like not quite there. Speaking of that, are you going to get Modern Warfare 2 when it comes out? You think? I kind of want to. I kind of want to as well. Just yeah. do it from the ground up like we talked about. Yeah, might be kind of fun. I'm also wanting that Last of Us multiplayer. Factions. Real bad. You know... To take a tangent off in the game corner here, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about starting in just long, a minute. Oh, but. yeah. Long story short, my week's been great. Been tired. Been tired from work, you know. Um, but that being said, have vacation coming up, which I'm real excited for. Excited for D&D this Friday, you know. Oh, I'm so excited. All the usual thing. I'm always excited. One day we'll bring a we'll bring like a table another tabletop episode to you guys and we'll mm. definitely like go more into like maybe the lore that Charlie's put together. Or some of the games, like maybe like recap because we oh, that'd had be really fun. So much fun with it. Oh yeah, if we get Lily on here, I think also guess. if like we all under mainly me and Henry, if we all like understood the rules a little bit more, then like we could easily do D and D podcasts. And I still like look at the rule book, so I don't know if there's oh, yeah, ever a plateau. Even Matt Mercer is looking at the rule book from time to time. I mean, it's you a know, lot of information. It's, well, yeah, because yeah. there's just a lot of garbage you guys sift through. That's why there's no, so many home garbage. Well, that's why there's so many homebrew like options of the game. Mm. No, homebrew just exists to customize what's there. Well, yeah, so just kind of be like, yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Ultimately, that's what D and D is, though, and that's why I always tell like new DMs is that like never get so concerned with the rules that. You stop people from having fun. Hold on, hold on. Did you stand up or no? Okay, right. it takes an action to stand the up. The rules should always encourage the fun in D&D. And yeah. like, it should be a question of like, oh, what do you need to do this? Not, oh, you can't do that. And so like, I'm often like, even if somebody, I'm like, ah, that shouldn't work. I'm like, well, let's well, make it really hard to work or, you know, let's. Uh, I think we have a lot of fun with it. Oh, like, I think sure. all of us enjoy it. And like, yeah, like it's it's challenging and and it challenges you to be more engaged with the game, which is fun. So I agree. I agree. 
But enough talking about our weeks and our pathetic lives. Ugh, let's get away from games. here. Let's uh, let's uh, you know, let's work at our corporate jobs. And one day we get a you know a letter from our dear old grandpa, and he's like, "Hey, come down to the farm." This is what I was referencing earlier with simpler times. Yeah, you know when you play some of these other games, and, and they're great, some of them. You know, but they, sometimes you got to roll it back and go back to the. And- the simple old Game Boy style right. farming experience. And so no stakes. You know. To to bounce off that point, I think perfectly. Michael, give me give me give me the rundown. Your first time playing Sturdy Valley, at least what you remember, and then like kind of how that evolved for you. Like why is it one of your favorite games? And this is where you need to make a cut and fade in some MIDI while he's talking. <laughs> I think I bought it about four or five years ago, um, and it was a fairly new indie game on the market, but I was attracted to it because of the style of the art of the game. It's like very pixelated, uh, sprite kind of based game, which, you know, I I always think about those games fondly, but I often find them frustrating to actually play, like Zelda and stuff. Like some of those old games are just like unplayable, but... When it comes to Stardew Valley, you're given this like huge experience that you're not ex- expecting for, you know, $15 or however much it costs, you know? So mm-hmm. you get into it and you're like, oh, it's a farming game. And that's cool. You know, I can do that. And, you know, so you're, you're doing some farming and you're like, oh, there's crafting levels to this. There's foraging, there's fishing. And then eventually different areas even open up in the map and you start to realize this game is not just about your farm it's also about the town and all the people in it and your relationships with them and um you know even you know combat and adventuring like is an aspect to it so it's really unique in that way where it's like a huge game for like its face i i guess for its face you know like you look at it and you're like oh like this is just a a little game but it's a game that many people i know have put hundreds and hundreds of hours into and uh, if not thousands it, it really is a, a, nice. a great game all all over and we'll get into all that but um really my first experience with it was like oh this is going to be nice and relaxing and it is but it, it engaged me to the point where mm. i played it pretty heavily for a couple of years so jack what about you and i know your your route into stardew is a little bit different a bit than, strange yeah then uh you know michael rise so you know tell us about that like tell so, us about when I first played Stardew Valley, uh, it was probably like three years ago. <clears throat> Tried to hop on with Charlie and one of our good friends, Felix, and it just did not grip me at all. I was like, I don't get it. There's like, I don't get the point. I don't want to talk to these people. Why can't I just do this? It's like, okay, I have to do all this. You know, then, you know, fast forward a couple years into maybe a couple months ago where um, my fiance Laura got on her phone. And she was playing nothing but Stardew. Nothing but Stardew. And so I would sit there and kind of watch her sometimes. And when she gets into games, she, like, gets into games. And so, you know, she's like, I got this and this. And I have my farm set up this way. And the sprinkler's here. And da 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 You know, and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, that's, that's interesting. It might be fun to play together, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I, I know I remember trying a couple years ago, but it didn't grip me. So we got on the PS4. And so we just split screen it. And I think the reason I was able to get into it this time, like really heavily, was because she took care of all the farming. I just went straight into the mine 
and just straight to like one villager as soon as I saw them. Working as a team. Just bait, yeah. And mm-hmm. so Laura's like, I need this. And I was like, I already have all that coal. I already got yeah, all this iron. Like, I got you. That kind of thing. Um, and then I would also do like the mining, exploring, fishing. That was kind of like what I did. And she did the base of the money making, the farming, um, and then like setting up the community center and that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like, Jack, make sure you like look for this, save this. And I was always like, I want to donate this to the museum and to Gunter and... So she was like, it belongs in a museum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would you say the multiplayer is more what gripped you about it than anything else? Then? Yeah, I think uh, like us sharing a farm rather than it being like individuals on a farm really kind of what is what like helped me get into the game a lot. For sure. I come from the other side of that where for me it was like playing solo was why I loved it. And then like I tried the multiplayer with my wife and... Like, she is more into it than I am. Like, she has put in easily twice as much time, has done everything. She's an expert. She even made fun of me before I came here and was like, they should be having me on. Like, I know way more than you. And, you know, she does. it's funny because it's, you know, really her first, like, serious game besides Zelda Breath of the Wild that she's gotten into. Mm -hmm. And it's cool that... Like, it's one of those games that anybody can kind of, like, pick up on. Not everybody does, but a lot of people can. Like, it's a big audience. Mm-hmm. Charlie, what about uh, what about you? Well, I am. I was trying to remember the, the initial, point of contact. Yeah, the initial point of contact. I don't remember why I got it. I do think I had some knowledge of what the game was before I got it. Like, I kind of knew it was, like, a farming simulator. And I think I was at a point where I just like really wanted to dive into something. And so I got it, like booted up on PlayStation 4. And man, it pretty quickly got me like and it was the loop of like clearing out the farm for the first time, like learning the crops to plant, gaining the money. Like I found that loop of like like raising crops and selling them and like dopamine hits and then getting like more and you're like oh wait i can bit it can be bigger though yeah like that really really got me Mm -hmm. and then i really liked the the almost kind of um strategy of the game which i know that sounds weird to say but like you have that rainy day coming up and you're like oh i can go to the mines and take the day off from watering my crops right and so you start i started to like do all that stuff and it was like those systems that really got me in Mm -hmm. but i think what ultimately got me to stay is that like because initially that was I didn't really care about the story, but like in the characters, but you're around them so much and you keep talking to them because like I'll just talk to them when I pass them. Yeah. And I started to like be like, oh, I like this person or oh, I like and like yeah. seeing like the random events that happen in the story. Like sometimes you'll walk into an area and like a little cutscene will play. Yeah, because like, oh, you didn't know, the but you went events. up to like yeah. the three hearts with this one dude. And, and yeah. I think that really like endeared me to it. And because but I remember, man, like it. Especially that first year, like, I really would, like, go all out on, like, crops. And, like, I would yeah. really try to. And, like, the first day Make of every money. new season, I would be, like, selling all the stuff. I'd be up to, like, 2 a.m. that night, like, getting everything planted. Like, just trying to, like, because I'm, like, sure. no, it's on mm-hmm. a timer. I know that this it'll grow in this many days. And, like, I goes very. And then it got to the point where, like, in that second year, once I had, like, a little bit more understanding, I realized... I'm spending so much money like buying seeds and buying fertilizer that like I'm not quite evening out like my money's just kind of staying even it's like I'm not seeing those gains anymore because I Mm -hmm. reached this point and so then I started getting into like the animals like the animals and like the uh the wines and the preserves and yeah 
and then like really focusing a on like more crafting yeah like focusing on like on. really like going out and like going deep in the mines and stuff like that but yeah for me the systems kind of pulled me in and then like the charm and personality game kind of like kept me there and i played it like solidly for not like years i don't think years but like god i mean a while a, a good a good like year probably and like i think i went through three years in that game like in game time like i didn't go very far but i had hit a point where i felt like i kind of like did everything that's about yeah. where i got is about year four yeah and like i'll just tell you this you did not like now and and this is the beautiful thing about this game it's an independent developer uh called concerned ape and he has been working on this game forever you know and he's done it all himself for the most part i'm sure he's had some outside help but he's very, very engaged with the game, and it's still very indie, and it has not gotten like super corporate or anything like that. So you have this like really caring developer who was able to produce this game that is, you know, simple yet complex. As oh, well. I would say like very complex. Like the like, game can be as complex as you want it mm-hmm. to be, but it can also be as simple as you want it to be. If yeah. all you want to do is sit there and farm and do crops and kind of make your farm look nice. Yeah. You can do that. You are not like beholden to progress in any way in the game other than how you want to, mm-hmm. which is the beautiful thing about it. Cause some people get a lot out of the farming and yeah. or the adventuring. And some people love the, uh, you know, the hard events and, and the social nature of the town. Yeah. And personally, yeah. I never connected too much with that, but like Lindsay has done all of that. So I've gotten to see, Right. how far the game can go and it goes so much even further now you know there's another island that you can yeah. put a house on and and all this stuff um so i did hop back and like do some of the extra island stuff yeah. when it came out so he's still working on it it's mm-hmm. not like even necessarily like a finished project because like he's still adding to it which i think is really cool to have like a developer that's like yeah the game's 15 bucks but literally you could spend years playing this game and mm-hmm. it never really ends and that's really cool. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think a really charming aspect of this game, of course, Jack, as you mentioned, you know, the animals you mentioned the farms, the mines, all these like different little like uh, kind of games within the games, like different goals within a goal Yeah. to do these things. I'm curious, Jack, when you went through, have you gotten to the point where you're like, oh, I want to take care of these animals. Do I want to do the farming? Like, have you moved on from the mining or is it for you very much still like, I want to just do the mining stuff. I want to, cause it, if you hit, once you hit 100, you have what the, the skull caverns. Yeah. The skull caverns. But the skull sucks. caverns. <sighs> I hate them. That, it's that's not, what, it's I'm going to say right a, now. Yeah. The skull caverns, I think are actually like the worst is thing the in the game. One. Because it's, I've gone on great luck days. I've gone on bad luck days. I've gone on every so, single kind of luck. You gotta day. have the lucky food. I've That's, gone. Yeah. I've gone with like you. Know, I've gone with like food. I've gone with nothing but bombs. Like blowing and just cannot find the last thing I get. Oh, just a simple ladder down. No holes for like twenty floors. Go on the next day and like on oh, no, this has bad luck. Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing but holes going down. I think, I'm like, I think I've gotten to like a good like. 150 i got to 70 and then i'm, I'm like i'm out of time because i spend a lot of time just yeah. looking for a hole and i don't find one because like oh ladder yeah. but i've blown up everything you know is it feels like a blue moon when you get like a really awesome yeah. day where it's like you just get to go as far yeah but i would say like eventually you kind of get to the point where you get really good about that like where you know like you know when to 
you know, spend your energy doing it. And when it's like, all right, I'm going to give up on this, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Jack. So have you connected with any of those other aspects to the game? Well, yeah. So like I said, I kind of took off doing like the mining and fighting and I didn't get like, I didn't like max that out, but what took me to that at first also was like the adventures guild and like kind of uh, unlocking those things. But then I was like, man, this unlocks kind of suck. Yeah. And so I stopped doing that. Yeah. And yeah, so then at that point though, um, Laura had kind of gone into getting some farms and getting um, cows and all, like, kind of for milk and okay. cheese. And so she was all into that whole thing. Yeah, and her fun. thing was gather it every day, sell it all, like, in one big chunk at the end of the month. Like, you don't she like you don't sell anything. I love doing that. And yeah. then, like, it's really in between. Yeah, it's, it's just really at satisfying. the very end. And so, you know, we, like, named her cows, like, some of the classic cow names, like Betsy, you know, and mm. that kind of stuff. Oh. Eventually, let's, take a, let's take a tangent here. Talk about pet names. I think it's important too to mention this is like a top, like down kind of like scroller map yeah. game. Like mm-hmm. it's not like a first person like RPG. Michael really wasn't wrong when he said like a Game Boy game. Like it, it I does mean, it's very, very advanced. Much look like it, like but uh, it feels you know. nice to play, and it doesn't feel like limited by its time necessarily or anything like that. Well, no, when, but let's talk about the pet names for a second. Yeah, I think I named all of my like barn animals after characters from that 70s show so i had like red and kitty <laughs> and eric and see mine were all uh after uh like friends the first time yeah and then uh i did it all off of uh it's always sunny in philadelphia after that nice. and then my like, coop animals <laughs> my coop animals are all like adventure time names so there's like mm-hmm. finn and jake yeah. and marceline yeah. <laughs> see, we, we didn't get into any coops or anything we just had like four like big barns full of pigs Kind of when we got to the end of like where we stopped playing. Oh, those truffles! Doing man. nothing but truffles, and that's but truffles. money. That's the money maker right there, man. We have like that's n- that. Yes, it is, dude. Yes, it is. See, I've got a. But hot you, you also have the okay, wine. Well, we'll, we'll save. We'll save. No, we'll save. We'll yeah. save the money conversation for later because well, this is a whole thing. Yeah. Well, well I want to. No, so, I want to talk a little bit more about the progress of the game before we. No, and so <laughs> we dive into the and then with, game with the pigs. I was like, okay, we gotta have a Mister Oinkers, right? And then we have like a Sergeant Bacon. And then you know we have a we had a private. Oh, what do we name them? It was like Major Chops. Ooh, no, it was Private good. Chops. And then when he grew up, he was promoted to Major Chops. That's <laughs> oh right. My yeah. Gosh. Yeah. And so just like a bunch of like those kind of like classic names yeah. we kind of came up with. Uh, and so I kind of got into the animals, and then I kind of got into more like talking with the villagers, doing like villager yeah. quests and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I some can people, get you a melon. You need a melon. I get you a melon. Some people I just didn't care about. Like people, are like I want a star fruit for my wife, and I'm like, well, I'm not gonna, gonna get, a, get star you a star fruit. fruit. I'm yeah. not gonna do that. But that's I <clears> love <throat> like some of the tasks where they're like, I need a anchovy for my feet. You know, like some yeah. of the tasks, like the quests that they give Dude, you are so talk the, funny. Talk about the mayor and how creepy the mayor is. Oh, we'll get to mayor that in a Lewis. second. Oh yeah. yeah, but that's what I like about I think this game a lot, especially with a lot of the townsfolk. Like I. I really gravitated towards, and you know, sorry, this is my bestie, but I married Penny the first time, and I really like identify with her Spoilers. situation. Okay. How she's like has this alcoholic mom, Pam, and then like going through the course of the game, yeah. you can like buy them a new house, and you can like kind of like help. There's them. some really dark storylines yeah, in this game. I think it was like that kind of stuff that like really resonated with me. And then there's like other cute moments where like I didn't know I had gotten so close to another girl, and she like made a move on me, and I'm like, oh, like shoot, like no, I'm sorry, I can't, yeah. you know, and like. Having these like connections where I'm like, like, why do I like I'm treating this like it's a real yeah. and I, that's where I didn't expect it to get me. 
like Shane. Yeah, yeah, like Shane stuff. Like he he's like so like sad and depressed, and like you kind of see him go through like this like painful like process dealing with depression. But it's like this like pixelated game, so you don't yeah. expect those kinds of feelings. But and then the other guy, uh, Ken, I think he goes to. Oh war yeah, he comes back comes in the second year. War, yeah, which is weird. He's the only character. No. Is he the only character that comes like is like added? I think he's the only one that comes later. Yeah, which is well, real there weird. are other characters you f- yeah. discover later, but but it's it's really like complex in that aspect, and yeah. I didn't expect it to get me. I just gave, we give Pam a smoker voice. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how you doing? Oh yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. So no, she's so, the worst, but you love Penny. You're like, yeah. oh, she's. It was so funny because like we open up like the bus, Pam, yeah. like we walk and slowly. Laura's like, come on, go, go <laughs> yeah. faster, and yeah. so. I would just always like give her a beer to like make her like me because like that's what she likes. She likes beers, so exactly. But I think that's what's really surprising about this game is that, like you said, like the social aspect of the game, like all the characters are very like interwoven together. Mm -hmm. There are some you really care about. I didn't. I could not have given two shits less about like Sebastian, Sam, that like little friend group. I was like, I don't care what you guys are doing. (laughs) Whatever. I I love that. I love that. There might be more there. And it's like until you get to know it. Yeah. And that's exactly the point. I was going to say like with. uh, Oh, what's her name? The blonde girl, Haley. Yes. Like she like comes off as horrible. But like she does have some sweet stuff that can happen later. And like then stuff with like her and Emily, how they like live together is a really interesting Mm thing. And, and Emily, like, being, like, yeah. supposedly the daughter of the wizard. Yeah. So you have, like, a lot of, like, lore that's kind of buried underneath the surface. And you don't need to know it, but you can figure it you out. Can, you can, like, you, you f- know? definitely, like, feel it. Mm-hmm. And that that's what's like, a really cool aspect about the game. So, Michael, I have a question for you. Your first, your first couple years. And I don't know. I mean, it's been a while since I've, like, first played it, so I don't remember exactly. <clears throat> but talk me, talk me through kind of, like... Say you you got into the swing of things, right? You're you're a season in, you're a couple seasons in, you're in fall, yeah, let's say. Kind of get the hang of the you, game. You have the hang of it. Talk me through like a normal like routine day for you, like a normal like week. Like, do you start off like you know that early kind of stage where you haven't discovered everything, you're not perfect at everything, but you like you have a mm. routine going. Walk me through that routine. Like that like early part of the game is so fun because like you're waking up every day. You're always watching the TV mm-hmm. so that you know what the weather's going to be like the next day. Always. And then sometimes you'll get, uh, if you're lucky, you'll get uh, Queen of the Sauce, yep. which is like the cooking show. And you'll like learn a recipe or yep. living on the land, yep. which I love the name of that. But it's like, you know, this guy is like, rah, rah, you know, woodworking and you kind of like get a sense for he like gives you game hints basically yeah mm-hmm. like just hints but i mean it's cool because like you you always start your day watching the tv right you go outside depending on the weather you know probably got to water your crops you know maybe if you're lucky you're harvesting some put them in the shipping box and it's like man this is a good day i got a lot of time left you know i got plenty of land to develop and so maybe you'll clear some land and and that can be really cathartic and just like oh, it fun. Is. Yeah. And then also just like when you get to that point, kind of later on, you realize, oh, I can start really like developing and mm-hmm. putting a barn here or a coop here and kind of like maximizing my space, you know. So if you're really into like development and games, whether it be like Animal Crossing or something like that, it's very similar to that feeling where you can accomplish those kind of like designs in your in your build. And then, you know, so you're you're doing that, you know, you're you're getting resources and then, you know, it's raining the next day and you're like, you know, it's a very good luck day. 
That's what the fortune teller on TV said. I'm going to go. <laughs> That's what the fortune teller on TV said. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to believe this because <laughs> yeah. this is the world we live in. I'm going to go to the mines because, you know, good luck day. Maybe I'll find something. So you, so you go to the mines. Go down the ladder. Start seeing some slimes. They're coming. They're they're hopping out. You're like, oh, I got this. And then they hop in a way that you're not really like. You can't really anticipate. And they shoot at you. And, and they you, always kind of hit you. You like, always get hit. You always get hit. But you know, you're fighting. You find your ladders, and you know, you break rocks. Find a ladder. Go down. And, and you're like, man, I can get further. I can get further than this. You know, mm-hmm. and you're pushing it. You're pushing it. And you know, it's fun because you're getting resources you know you're getting like this combat which you didn't really expect in a Mm -hmm. game like this and then you know the further you get um the more cool items you find too so Mm -hmm. you know end of the day you know go to bed maybe you load up some ores in your in your uh, furnaces for the night you know check on your pigs your chickens Mm -hmm. you know make sure everything's right on the farm and you go to bed and and the game saves mm. so that the mm. end of every night, like the game saves and it's like this, like you don't have to keep playing. Like you're not committed beyond like a 10 minute yeah. gameplay session, that but is... you will oh play <laughs> more than one day at a time. Yeah. That's the thing. You will yeah. keep playing. And it's so and the trap you fall into is you start the day and you go check the TV and you're like, but okay, I have to play the whole day now. Yeah, because <laughs> like, now halfway through the day, now why? my crops are ready, so I can make a bunch of money. You know, and, and especially in the early game, you like feel like it's such a waste of a day if you like go to sleep early. You're like, oh my god, there's so much. Time oh I yeah, do. except oh, yeah. in the winter where you're just trying to kind of get uh, through yeah. the winter. Yeah, you just I, tend to your animals, and that, there's more to do later. But that like, is a great point. I so like the initial Jack, and I'll toss this one to you. This initial like progression through the seasons, like spring, summer, I feel like are pretty similar. Like you don't get. And then fall is like the huge like color palette swap, and then going then into winter. The I remember game that looks being so good. I remember that being really striking the first time, and it's really weird because like especially you get conditioned through the first three seasons. The first time you play it, you're like, okay, I got to water my crops. I got to, and you're like, that's mm-hmm. become such a like a regular thing that when you get to winter and you're like, oh, but what what mm-hmm. do I do? Yeah. And like the winter was like the first time I like realized I was like, Oh shoot. If I clear off all the trees in my land, how am I going to get more trees? Like, right. Yeah. You know, like you start to like hit the edges of like, so these barriers, but walk me through like that first progression of the seasons for you. Something you even cared about. And then throwing a curveball <laughs> after you kind of walk me through the seasons. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your experience with harvest moon and stardew valley because okay when i first recommended stardew valley for you that first time i knew Everyone i recommend told me yeah harvest because moon. because it was like i was like wow this is like a 2d harvest moon and like i was like jack i remember you just religiously like playing that and like doing mm-hmm. mundane things like shh, cutting grass shh, shh, petting the cow and i'm like yeah i'm like that's the exact same thing you do in that's stardew like exact same thing yeah so and so tell me a little bit about the seasons <clears throat> and then about this harvest moon thing and why that didn't translate over okay so you, you know, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. <laughs> why, why does Michael get like two minutes? No. Michael gets all the time he wants. No, that's true. That's fair. He does have a long way to walk from the dungeon. Time is strange here. Time dilates here. And back. Especially strange. for Jack. <laughs> um, dilates quickly for me. So, you know, you start off and you're kind of like, well, I can't do, like, do that much. You go, you clear a few shrubs. You know, when you're like very first starting out, a few shrubs, few trees. Oh, I can't clear this rock. I can't, I can't clear this tree trunk or, you know, okay. So obviously I need to like progress a little bit. But, you know, when I started like 
I didn't really start getting into it until we had a little bit of money to start spending. And Laura was kind of, uh, you know, taking the helm and upgrading the tools and all that sort of stuff. But Okay. So, for me, the seasons didn't matter that much because okay. I was just like, Laura, need help watering? Okay, yeah. no, I'm going to the mines. I'm going to go fish. I'm going to go do this. Because <laughs> I, I did get into a point, I think probably around fall, where I was like, okay, everything has like a certain season when you can catch it. Yeah. And so, I was like, I need to... The completion side of me is kind of taking you over. And okay. I was like, I need to make sure I catch this and this and this. Oh, yeah. And, like, uh, yeah, that starts to get you know, you. and I'm like, okay, I have a chest for this, these extras. Yep. Put this in the community hall, that kind of stuff. So that's kind of, that's what kept me going. And even like through winter, I was like, I was like okay, cool. This is when we're focusing on animals and we're tending to mm-hmm. our cows and all that kind of stuff. Or like Laura's like already at this point, like in fall or wherever, star, whenever star fruit grows. Is it summer? Um, I believe it is uh, summer or fall, but in the greenhouse, it's like year round. Yeah, so we didn't have the greenhouse yet, but so she's like, "Okay, I have all these star fruits growing, cool." And so every so often, you know, you go check on like the your little winery, quote unquote, right? Go put star fruits in there, take out the wines, but in the meantime, you're going down milking the cows, making some cheese, all that kind of, you know, doing that sort of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, the seasons didn't matter too much other fair, than just fair. kind of finding gifts for people, completing the town hall. Um, I still never really cared for, for community events. Fair. But it was fun bouncing off lore with like, because she got into, what's his name? The guy who goes down and visits like the ocean and writes all the time. Oh, I, what, I can't think of his name. What's his name? Is that uh, the guy who Why? comes back from the war? No, 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 I gave him the Pegasus the, the, voice. The long hair voice, the long hair guy down by Sebastian? the ocean. Sebastian? No, 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 no. Why no. can't I can't remember his name? Oh shoot! I everyone's screaming Is at it us blonde? right now. It's like blonde, blonde, long hair. He kind of wears like this red coat, God. and it's like I come down, I come down to the water sometimes. Griffin? It's not. I don't. I can't remember his name. <laughs> Griffith. But I, I feel like. I understand that. Like, I like the events, some of them. Mm-hmm. Like, like the night festival is really fun. Yeah. But, like, those events are kind of fun to break up the monotony of, like... Elliot a, is his name. Elliot. Elliot. So, yeah, so Laura like into Elliot, and so I'd be like, hey, <laughs> I put out, some, like, I put out some, some crab pots, you know, to, like, catch a lot, because he loves lobsters. And so I give her a lobster, and then she go give it to him. And meanwhile, I would, for some reason, I was all about Sebastian. I came out of the mine one night. And he was out there by the water, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, you're cool, man." I was like, "This yeah. is my guy." And he's like, "Shouldn't you be working or something?" And I was like, "I am working." Little do you know, what do you like the most? Frozen tears. I have like thirty of them because I've been gathering them. So. And the real hero for me is Linus. Like, oh, I feel yeah. so bad for that guy, like the homeless guy, because he's like, he's digging through the trash. You like walk into town one night, yeah. And he's like digging through the trash, and it's like this cut. The scene. George comes out, and like the guy comes out of the bar. He's like. Ah, some some rascal's been going through my trash, and you feel so bad for Linus because it's like, yeah, and the guys like, you can like have these options to tell off Linus, and one of them's are like, you you're filthy, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, yeah. who who's saying? Yeah, that? he's just like, looking for some food, and then like when they find out it's him, they're like, oh, like of course you can have some food, like and it's so nice, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like these like anyway, I love Linus. Yeah, and so it's funny, but when I didn't really know that. Like, Certain things were just people didn't like. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, what was Sebastian like? Oh, a bat wing, obviously, right?" Give it yeah. to me. He's like, "I hate this." And I was you like, "Clint, like I, anything metal." And he's like, 
Thanks. Uh, he like doesn't like like a metal bar, mm-hmm. which is so funny because he's the blacksmith. You're like, what? Like, and then it was funny. I was like, no one really likes like raw fish, really. So I just kind of see Linus. Hey, Linus, here you go. Here's a fish. And he's just like, oh, thanks. A gift for me. And I was like, oh, yeah. Even though like he didn't really like it. It was just like, you know, have yeah. this fish. Yeah. I also love um, Willie. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, I just want to keep the art of fishing alive. You and know, you're he like, gives you a pole. And I'm out here like fishing. And he's like, "Oh, can you beat me in the fishing contest?" And I'm like, "Old man, can I beat you I'm in the fishing contest?" You. I just took this up two months ago. I can, I can yeah. beat you in anything. Um, How do you feel about the fishing mini game? Yeah, I, great question. It's I like it kind of, but it's also hard. Sometimes I don't mind it. Other times the fish is like, "What do you do?" And I'm like, yeah. "How?" I'd, I'm sure there's a way. There's like lures, but it's stuff. so frustrating that I'm like, it's especially not, when you catch some of those rare fish. It's not are like worth it. The yeah, fish, it's just yeah. not worth it. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it I, is. Yeah, but, but it, it, it's all right. I don't hate it. It's very serviceable for what it is, and like it's hard enough to where you do feel like those harder catches are worth something. Like it doesn't yeah. just give you them. Like I like you know in Animal Crossing the worst it is is like something bites you really quick and you weren't expecting it and you're like shit and it gets away yeah but like most of the time you have like plenty of time to catch things in Animal there's Crossing there's a level of challenge that I think is a little bit beyond Animal Crossing or even Harvest Moon to the game but it's like a, like I said earlier like you don't have to engage with it if you don't want to yeah well, I do think some like some of the combat's like really frustrating especially yeah. the serpents in the skull cavern are oh, really gosh. frustrating yeah any I, because I, if you don't do it just right even if you hit them they somehow still hit you yeah, after they the bounce away yeah. and you're like okay like cool like that's that's fine and then the three come at you from like all different angles yeah. and you're like okay I all you're right swinging. you're swinging yeah. you're swinging <laughs> you're missing yeah <laughs> You're just like desperately like mashing square, yeah. So, Jack, but why, why Harvest Compared Moon and not so Stardew Valley? Like I, what? I played Harvest Moon when I was younger, and so I kind of didn't like, really do you think, experience anything like that. And so I think that's what drew me into it. Playing it now is really difficult because it's it's so slow. Well, it's not even that it's slow; it's that the quality of life is not there. Like, you can't have all your animals come inside at once. You know, they don't go in automatically. You can't, you have to pick up a chicken one by one by one by, like, you take them inside, outside, like, every single day. Oh, it's going to rain. Oh, it's going to do this. You know, everything is just one by one. Something I appreciate about Stardew is that you could upgrade your tools, water, like, nine plants at a time eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, and Harvest Moon, Save the Homelands one I played. It's just bloop, one at a time, bloop, one at a time. So I was like, if Harvest Moon didn't have that one at a time aspect, I would probably still be playing it because, mm. but it's just so in that way, it's slow, but like it has like the Harvest Moon, you talk to the people, you yeah. give them gifts and there was just some weird disconnect when I started Stardew Valley where I don't know, it wasn't there for me. I still am like, it's not that I dislike it, but I'm not a huge fan of the art style. I do mm. appreciate it, but I'm like, it doesn't like draw me in as much. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But like, it is cool. Like, I'm like, that's, that's fair. I was like, you know, you don't have to like the art. <laughs> no, I know. There are games Son like, bitch. like, uh, <laughs> shut up. Like Metal Slug. Well, I think it's 16 bit Metal Slug or mm. something like that. Uh, like, Metal Slug is a gorgeous game. That kind of pixel art. I'm like, that's phenomenal looking. Gorgeous game. It is absolutely gorgeous. It, it really is. Blows my mind. <laughs> kind of. No, but then so. 
And then Stardew Valley, so it's not a matter of like graphics or like necessarily right. the way it looks. It's just the way you control the game sometimes gets on my nerves a little mm-hmm. bit. I but, get that. But it is also like one of those things where it almost takes that what you enjoyed as a child about something like Harvest Moon. Where it's like that monotony, like you almost like get into it, you know, like when you're a kid. But like, that's the thing oh, is that yeah. Stardew does have the quality of life stuff. Though. Exactly. It like translates all of like the things you might love about a game like that into like an adult form because like there is like always like the upward mobility to like upgrade your tools and make your life easier. And there's right. incentive and like it's just so vast. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I think that's what's cool about it is like. You I just think really- when I started Stardew, I kind of went into it with like. I don't like care about like getting to know these people. Like right. just like a very like negative kind of view of it, and which that, was I, unfair to. No, and that's like, totally fine. I totally because there are games like that for me. But I think when I got into it, I definitely of those of the mind like that opening cutscene where they're like, "Hey, are you tired of your corporate life?" And I'm like sitting there playing the game in my dark room, like yes. And they're like, "Come to this farm," and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Oh. Like this is just and like like Michael said, like it simpler time stuff, like it. I was like legitimately after playing this, I'm like, God, like it would be nice if this was just my job. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and now I understand it doesn't translate. Like, I know that like working on an actual farm it is doesn't? not like playing Stardew Valley. Like, I get that. No, it's but, actually a very hard life. But like the simplicity. Oh, it's actually easier, I thought. Like <laughs> the simplicity of like living in like a small community. Like I always joke. It was like I always see this like posts that are like, oh, it's so funny that like millennials favorite games are animal crossing and stardew valley these stories about like these small local communities that they have to interact with and i'm like no that's the thing is like because our world's not like that like well you know there's a there's you always hear about small towns being bad and i think they you know in some ways they can be because everybody knows you but like Mm -hmm. in this situation it's kind of nice because you get to know everybody like you get Mm -hmm. to like get to know their stories and their Mm -hmm. it's not like pokemon where you're like Going from like place to place, and like you don't right. really give a crap about any God, of the that's names. That's a series I haven't played in forever, man. right? But like, you don't care about the name of any of those mm. characters that you no, talk to in all. the cities, like, you know what I mean? It's like totally different. So, it is like like a weird, I, I kind of I, I see you there where it's this comfort of like something that we cannot have, yeah, necessarily. It's like a, it's like a fairy tale version of like the farm life. And there's so it's there's like, like that meme know. where it's like you know boomers it's like why don't you kids go out and like play anymore have fun like talk to people it's like, it's like then, then it cuts outside. to like the millennials like <laughs> growing up because like because like millennials growing up and it's just like nothing but cars and traffic and like all these buildings everywhere it's like well we can't like life isn't like that anymore like what you know? outside yeah exactly yeah. It's like so our, I think our it's... outside was playing like behind you know, shopping centers. And it's a little paradoxical too, because it's like this game that is only possible because of the technology that we've created mm-hmm. somehow captures that feeling. And that's what I think really cool about this game. And ultimately why it, it still sticks with me to this day. Like I started playing it on the switch and the switch, honestly, we're about to, I think move this conversation just like in game Stardew stuff. <laughs> but, yeah. but the switch honestly might kind of give me the second life for it because I was talking to Michael before we started, and I was very much of the mind of like, man, I played it through once, one character, one 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 marriage partner, and every other time I've tried to play through it again, new character, I'm like, oh, I want to start in this place. I want to be a different person. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, I've already done this, though. Mm-hmm. And like the loop doesn't, doesn't catch yeah. me anymore. But on the Switch, it might. Like being able to play it portably and not have to like 
hold a sure. controller, look at a TV. For some reason, that does. I'm like, oh, I can just maybe I can play like, this for 20 minutes. You should right? try like the monster farm where like the monsters come for you on the farm, right? Like, or make like kick the difficulty up because like you're one of those gamers that. You need like a little bit of challenge and difficulty, <laughs> like, and I know yeah. that. And I think like Stardew, it definitely offers that your first time playing it because yeah. you're learning it. But it's like I I have a hard time playing it again too because uh. it's like I have done this before, you know, and I've earned it, and then I lost my save file that I was like mm. you know four or five years into, and I kind of like lost like my feeling for it and yeah. like i'll play like on the multiplayer farm with Lindsay every now and again mm-hmm. but for the most part it's like i don't want to go through all of this again right. but that game for 15 dollars, man oh my god i yeah. got I, so yeah, much like a good oh my i mean god. i would say like a good like 150 hours like as much time as i put in like elden ring yeah. so like i mean and that is and i also like would like to just quickly point out oh, go for it like the, like it's almost got this like logic to it that you start to like understand how things work. Like if I don't know if you were like younger and you were playing it, you would pick up on it. Oh, it's so but, like where though. like pine tar resin can be used yeah. to like construct things, or like you learn like how cheese is made through like milk or goat's milk, you know, or wine how it's aged. Like you kind of like go through all these processes in the game as you get further on, and things get more complex, but it's very rewarding. You know? Right. So. And I think that for me, it's definitely one of the games, and I'll, I'll go around because there's a. I think there's a couple of them, so we can throw some out there. But before we get into some of the Stardew Valley in-game stuff and kind of closing thoughts, games. This is definitely one of those games that I really wish I could forget I played. Like, there's a couple of games. Yeah. No, there's like a good handful of games. I'm like, I really wish I could just wipe that from my memory and like mm-hmm. play it again for the first time. And oh. No, we can't. I can't. I won't put the spot in case you hate I that think, so much. Uh, you know, for me, like if I could wipe my entire brain, yeah, like, give myself a damn lobotomy, mm-hmm. and maybe I might enjoy playing Kingdom Hearts again. Because like that, oh, dude, yeah, if I could wipe the them. game experience, that'd be great. But I'm too old now, where I would yeah. be like hateful well, on myself yeah. for playing it. Do you so. guys have those part, those moments where you're playing a game? Like I haven't played the game in a while. Let me try it again. You try it, and you get like 30 minutes in, and you're like, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. No, I would need like a full... you hit this wall yeah, like, suddenly. It's like a Andy holding Woody, and he's like, "I don't want to play yeah. with you anymore." Yeah, and, and you're like, "I trash can." Like all the with Skyrim a lot. I'm like, "Yeah, so oh. a new like I yeah make a new guy." Sky- and everything. I do and that. Then that Skyrim's I bad sit through that, that cutscene. Yep, and I'm like, "You're like I don't want to do, do this anyway." Give me a lobotomy. Put me in front of a PS5 with all of those old games. And I would like Oblivion and and Final Fantasy X and and Kingdom Hearts and God I would just I would never leave. I do I do wonder about that. That's a good call because like I wonder if I would like Kingdom Hearts as my age now or if it really was like right place right time. Uh the con- the combat system is really great yeah. in it and I thought that's what was so. Good. Yeah, that would that would hook me. I, I think, think it was again. the right place right time Cause thing because I've played that I've played Kingdom Hearts yeah. a couple times in my life and the combat does carry me all the way through that game. Yeah, because I, mean, like, I don't think that it is big time. Cringe, it's not like they're bad oh, games. It's, it's just like the demographic they kind of cater to is like younger and like that more kind of like whoa. Can you you have like less whoa moments when you're you know a full grown adult. Okay, but so Stardew Valley is on that list. I would say like Skyrim, Oblivion are 100 on that list as well. I would, God, what I wouldn't give. It was one of the most upsetting things about playing Skyrim for the first time was being like, shit, I played Oblivion, and you kind of since you played Oblivion, you kind of know how it works, and that yeah. for me, 
kind of ruined it. Now, not ruined it, because I, I played a shit ton of Skyrim. Like, but if like, you had played Skyrim for the first right. time, you think you might have felt how you felt when like, you played Oblivion. Oh, my gosh. Time. Yeah, because the first time I played Oblivion, man, that was, like, mind-blowing <sighs> to me. We got to factor our age into this, man, yeah. because we were so impressionable at those ages that those games really stuck into us. Oh, like, my gosh. Because, uh, like, yeah. Skyrim... So that's just how it works with everything. Like, that's, you know... <laughs> I'm sure Skyrim would have been amazing oh, yeah. to play back then. And it is amazing. I mean... It is a good game, but Oblivion really has a place. But, uh, I mean, of course, Dark Souls... Bloodborne, Souls, Bloodborne Souls, would be a good Blood, Bloodborne, Bloodborne for me, especially phenomenal. Like yeah. I, oh. first Dead Space. Oh, yeah, I do think Stardew Valley is different in the yeah. way that, like, if you do come back to it, like, as long as you have the gumption and the drive to like want to do it, it's a great word. It'll gumption. just keep gumption, going. Like word. the game never truly ends. Yes. and there are people that have had farms that have gone on for 10, 20 years in game. You know, yeah. And like, if you miss all the events the first year, you can go to them the next year. Like, you're never yes. really missing out on anything in the game or locking yourself out. And I think, especially when I played through the first year, I was very worried about missing things out or like not getting first in the, you know. But then I, once I realized that like, the looped, it like looped over, I was like, oh, like I can kind of like just take my time with these now. Mm-hmm. Like, and it gets really, it's very satisfying for that. Like that second year, I would say, mm-hmm. is one of the most satisfying because you're like, you start preparing for things. You're, you're like, yeah, you're in the swing. You're like, I know it's coming. Oh, shout out <laughs> that festival, Grandma, Grandma Shirley. Oh yeah, I just got her on a Stardew Valley actually, and she's playing it. And I think that's what's so cool about it is it's like my wife got so much enjoyment out of it, and now my grandma's getting enjoyment out of it. And you know, she was playing, she was playing Farmville on like Facebook for years right. and like paying. For it and I was like no like this is like a game you buy once and you can literally play it forever because it's so well made you yeah. know and there's not many games like that by like small developers Hollow Knight might be one oh, that I would God. throw out there but Hollow Knight's another one I wish I could erase from my memory Hades. I mean hey, Hades I wish I could erase from my memory <laughs> when, when it first came out Minecraft was oh. like one or two guys you know Notch, yeah. uh, God there's just I mean all these games God, Hades sorry I just wanted to take a second to like shout out Hades Hades is like I don't think about it that often, but like what a good game! Like that game is amazing. It is really absolutely like one of the most Mm -hmm. fun experiences I've had playing a game. If you like roguelike games, and even if you don't think you like roguelike games, you actually might really like. We have we have several more things to talk about. The music in Hades, and then carrying on, we haven't even talked about it a little bit. The music in Stardew, it's oh my gosh, it It really stuck. The music in Stardew is it starts to get stuck in your head. It's like the original Minecraft soundtrack to see poor Especially stuff. like that winter soundtrack that, that first kicks off. You're like, oh my god. Dude, I don't know. I kinda go into the I'm getting saloon. chills thinking about like the winter soundtrack. I go into the saloon. <laughs> the the yeah. music starts when you go in there, I'm like, yeah. 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 Go in there and you you know, give Pam a beer and give Or like Shane the sound of, like when you have like rainy days and like that you don't mm-hmm. get any music. Speaking of rainy days. <sighs> Do you guys, do you remember hearing the weird, yeah, like, yeah, like whale yeah. noise? What is that? I, I like, tried uh, looking up and no one knows what it is. People are like, oh, it's just like the wizard. And I'm like, that is not a that's wizard. That's kind of what I think I assumed. Like, I assumed it was some magical thing going on. But yeah, like, I, was I like, never really knew. I was little, like, is some giant thing going to attack me it one It sounds day? a little bit like the necromorph in Dead Space. The, or what's the whale? The, the, the divider. divider. There's some really fun like little events that can happen too. Like the train will pass by yeah. and you hear it, and you can get stuff off the train or the witch. Like while you're sleeping, like she'll yeah. come by and like turn your chickens into void chickens. Or dude, once <laughs> we had void the fairy chick- come by one time, and 
give our pumpkins. We have yeah. like a giant pumpkin. That was fun. Oh yeah, the fairy. Yeah, the, I, uh, some fun stuff. <laughs> every time I think I got got my first void egg, and I like it didn't sell it, but I immediately put it in the hatchery. I'm like, well, what's gonna make? <laughs> but uh, just void every time. Chicken. Every time, yeah, and every time I had a void chicken, and like I would get the void egg, I'd be like. Void egg, void. void. You can make void mayonnaise. Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And you know what? There's always a character in Stardew Valley that will appreciate any item, even void mayonnaise. What's the guy's name? Corbus. Corbus. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I love him. Yeah. He's like, not many humans are nice to me, but you are. But you are. Yeah. And you're like, you're all right there, buddy. Go down there, buy some essence. Let's talk about cheap. Michael, we'll start with you. Ultimate. Oh God. How did you end up making Ultimate. the most money at, towards the end of it? Like, what uh, what was your strategy? Okay. You want to talk money? Because I I think I have the best one, but sure, you can think that. Um, so truffles <laughs> was my go to for a while, for sure, and I'm with you there, Jack. But I ended up going uh, like maining uh, ancient berry wine. So I would fill my greenhouse up with ancient fruit. And uh, I would have a whole basement where I just have all my kegs going, and that ancient fruit wine, man, you start getting it to iridium quality. And it's selling for you know just thousands and thousands per bottle. It's it's nuts. So for me, that was my money maker. Okay. But like always having like strawberries and berries on deck for for wine too, mm-hmm. you know, very mm-hmm. much in that. See, we did a, because there were two of us. We did a combination of truffle oil and like the star fruit wine. Like, and we aged that, and that, you were making hundreds of thousands, close to like a million dollars at the end of the month. Yeah. With, like, all the truffle oil and the cheese we have and, like, the wine. We're making bank. But that's because we had two of us. But then you're, like, more spread out, too. Like, the more stuff you're trying to produce, like, the harder it is to keep up with Mm -hmm. as, like, a single player. Yeah, so if if we had one, I probably would have just stuck to the wine because it's also less maintenance. It is. After, you know, you harvest it and everything. Um, but I like the truffles a lot because it's like the most consistent good money. Yeah. In my from from my experience so far, truffles and cheese before you can get truffles is like the most right. consistent good money you can make. Yeah, truffles are great. Everything else just takes like a lot more time, and which also, it is worth pigs it. Are, but pigs are cute. Pigs are cute. Yeah. yeah. I love how freaking derpy the cows look when they're staying on the side. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I know it's you so know good. now you can get ostriches. What? Yeah. That's cool. You There's can have like little, so can have little dinosaurs now. too. Yeah, dinosaurs. you get a dino egg. You can you can put that in your hatchery and it hatches. I never knew that until like recently. Dude, we have yeah. like three of them. Yeah, put, put one in your hatchery. I've already owned a Goonter. Get, get a little so. T Rex. Dude, yeah, I, I will like say added some new animals and stuff. I had a I had a phase where I, not phase the, my whole session. I'd be like, "Holy Lord, I didn't see me grab this." And I go donate to Gunter, but it tells on her and my screen. You know, Jack donated this to the museum. And I'm like, God, and she's like. Do we have another one? And I was like, no. maybe in one of the boxes. I don't know. Yeah, look around. <laughs> <How> sad. <laughs> but like, you know, it was stuff that we never really needed. Yeah. So. so I I had my first time through, it was very much heavy like farm stuff. Like mm-hmm. I was really trying to sell a lot. But then I realized, yeah, it's, it gets too expensive. All right. And so from the farms, I also had animals. Like I think I had like a whole coop of chickens. I had like two ducks i had like maybe a rabbit um two ducks. three or four pigs you know cows however much like and not a whole lot but what i found is i i did this experiment one time where i was like i collected a whole season's worth of eggs and stuff and produced it all truffle oil all this stuff sold it all 
for the end of a year. Be like, hey, this is a year's worth of stuff I've collected. That's a long time. And then I sold a single batch of like, I had my huge like bottom half of my farm was devoted to just winery. And so like, I literally be selling about like 150 bottles of wine at a time. And a single batch of that wine was more than like the year's worth of like stuff I made. So I was like, oh, my animals are cute, but they're kind of pointless. I'm just going to collect this stuff now because it's fun to watch yeah. the numbers of iridium milk go up when I have like 50 iridium milks. But like, when you do have four large barns all filled true. with pigs, that's, that's something I you're like had. making, you can make like three batches of truffle oil in one day. That's very true. And that's something I never like, I never exponentially did any of the animals higher because mm. I, I found that like wine was so high value and I started with starfruit. Starfruit's really expensive though. And so it does cut into your costs. And so, yeah, kind of like what Michael said, I, I like started the ancient fruits and you start very slow because you just have like one and then you put your seed making it two. Right. And I had like my whole field of it. And what was nice about the ancient fruits is like they grow through spring, summer and fall. So you literally and they keep producing. And so like you're saving so much money because you're not having to buy seeds more seeds. Time. Yeah. And ultimately, like you can just and then it doesn't matter. It's like you, you just collect those by. and you can just. And so. Yeah, when I hit that point, I was like, okay, like I, I don't feel like I've broken it, but I'm like, I've, I've figured it out. Like I, nothing, like I bought the return scepter. I bought those totem things, like the golden clock, like, sure, like everything. And so I don't know why now though, the code. but that's the thing is like, I never messed around though with like, I only ever had like one barn, one coop. Like, right. you know, I, I never got like multiple cause I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want. And like, I just saw that it didn't make that much money and I never tried to do more. But like that idea of like, oh, what if you had a barn full of pigs, though? Always finding truffles. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, well, maybe, yeah, maybe you could start to like get money quicker because you're getting well, them more you often. about just money, too, you will run into like a <laughs> right. wall because like you will get more money than you'll ever use. But I think that's like the point where like I see Lindsay like doing a lot of designing on her farm and a lot of rearranging and moving buildings and like trying to like make things and I more still functional. Like, what was know? fun about getting to that point though is I totally agree with you because I did get to that point where I was like rearranged my whole farm mm-hmm. and I had like a little crop space for every single crop that mm-hmm. I could have. But just one, just one crop. Like I wasn't growing like a measly, like like one iridium sprinkler one crop type and i was like i'm gonna buy every single type of seed and plant them every season <laughs> just for, for what reason yeah. i don't know just, just because i i really like i, I, I did get into the <laughs> i got it's a, like just cause but for like farming, yeah i got know? into like, yeah. the hatchery so i put some salmon in there yeah and i don't know if you ever did this <laughs> they're like we want yes <laughs> it's, like, it's a little creepy. we want a pickle and you're like we it's one salmon in yeah. there right now I, <laughs> so the juminos like, that like help you harvest stuff like it, yeah so i was like oh, that's that's weird yeah this, but so i started kind of making like michael said more like aesthetically on the outside i liked messing with that pathways and stuff was yeah, super cool fun. i wish pathways like sped you up by like 10 percent or something you gotta get the horse and the horse whistle you can summon your horse anytime but i will say i don't whistle? designing yeah. in the inside of the house i'm telling you stuff is there's a lot of wow. stuff is, they had a huge update just like a month ago actually designing the inside of the house is really frustrating for me i never liked like, that either you can't mm. really turn stuff you can like sometimes i think turn it's stuff. better now you can't place it where you want it to place yeah. it i mean that's from me playing it a month ago that is one thing Ish. my house house designing got a little easier once you get like the like the, I don't know, like the wallpaper 
and like the flooring stations to where you basically have selection of every single one you can have yeah. and you can just pick it. If mm-hmm. it was more like Animal Crossing in the way that you could go into like yeah. a creator mode, like yeah. when you were inside, that'd be cool. But or then you could just place it, rotate it while it's yeah. placed, and scoot it around. That'd be great too. But, but at the end of the day, we're talking about like a huge, yeah, it's very like fifteen dollar like, indie game. You know, like I mean? use like, my kitchen a lot. Like I like cooking the food. That was fun. Yeah, I would say I would save like expensive ingredients. I'm like, ooh, this is a bottle of Iridium well, stuff. Lucky Lucky meals, and I'm like, what? Man? What am I using this for? Like it's just sitting in my freezer. <laughs> ooh. Yeah. <laughs> when you can cook Lucky Meals, though, I mean, yeah. Laura's all about making the glazed yams because it was just it's like so little cost for like such a great like health yeah, and energy yeah, no, renewal. You, you do find those, yeah. So and I was like, yeah, that's. That's sick. That's oh. awesome. So she'd be like, hey, Jack, here's some glazed hams when you go, you know, splunking today. And I'm like, all right, sick. Yeah. yeah. I will say when you open up the cave, like the boulder gets removed. Yeah. And you get, I think it's either from Willie or someone, like you get that, like that sifter. I never saw anything <laughs> shining in the water. I was like, what well, What'd you give me this for? You do get, so there is stuff you can get from the, the sifter. But like by the time, when, when I got it, I was like. Yeah, what is this why, trash? Why, I, don't I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Like, I don't even remember. <laughs> Dude, this, this, I, I was like, just didn't even use it. You're like, I'm like, like walking around. Okay, there's nothing what am I shining. Gonna, what am I going to use this for? Well, well Jack, you shine and you get like four copper pieces. Yeah. And you're like, cool. I oh, do love three gold. Out little worms poking oh, out of the soil um, that you hoe and you get some weird objects from. Like, it's like, what are these? They're just like little worms. Yeah. It's like they're where like a book is or yeah. something. It's like, why? But I don't know. I don't know. When I, so when I finally got into be able to go into Sebastian's room. I eventually just started going in there because I do a lot of mining. Oh, there's go, gong in there. Go drop them off like a, a frozen tear or whatever, right? But I'd also be like, hey, here's some torches I had. So I have like torches like in this entire floor. <laughs> oh my just... God. <laughs> so he's sitting at his computer. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Come in. Hand him a gift. Boop, boop, boop. Three torches run out. <laughs> I'm just like, that's it. Well, some that's, things too yeah. are so frustrating. Like Pierre's being closed on Wednesday. Like, why is it's that a only rule? when you need it? It's yeah, only and it's always Wednesday it. when you need seeds. It's very much the 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 Chick Fil A problem where you like, oh, yeah, Chick Fil A sounds good. Oh, you're like, fuck, it's Sunday. Yep. Or Marnie, like the she sells hay for the animals, yeah. and she's never like working. It's no, like yeah. she's never it's there. So man. You're like, your animals are starving. You're like, I just need to buy some hay. Yeah. You get there, and she's like, where is she? Like, yeah, yeah workout or, class and you're like god yeah, yeah. no where it's like i mean you'll no. close on the day you run out and you're like god damn. yeah it's I, so funny like laura goes up there well she would go up there it's like 3 30 she goes buy some hay she's looking around a little bit and then she exits like the buying menu and she's already like gone like <laughs> yeah. out of the house or in her yeah. room and i'm like she just peace out it said four o'clock and she's gone yeah when she doesn't want to work she ain't she's working. like leave the money on the counter i'm, I'm gone but let's talk about before it, let's, i wish you could as i we wish wrap you up, could as we wrap up here let's talk about Mayor Lewis and Marnie, because that's a whole weird situation. And Mayor Lewis in general, a little weird. A little bit of a thing going on there. You go behind his house and you find the golden statue of himself. (laughs) Dude, I found that and I put it in my farm. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, and then he, like, when he finds out that you have it, he's like, don't tell anybody about this. And you're like, what is this supposed to be? Especially because he's always like, I'm going to go collect taxes from this person today. And you're like, like, what is that supposed to mean? You you go into, is it Marnie? (laughs) Is that her name? And you like his shorts are in her room. Yeah. Like, oh, would you find these? Oh, don't don't worry about it. Oh, also I need some truffle oil for reasons. Like that's what the game says, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> really? He's <laughs> like, don't tell truffle me. Truffle oil? It's gonna yeah, smell uh, bad. There's a bong in Sebastian's room. Yeah. There's some funny little little tidbits. I, I almost I kind of like started liking Sam near the end because I was like, Sam's a bit more not so just down on the dumps. Sebastian's a bit over the top sometimes. Mm-hmm. Even like when you yeah. get to know him like real well, I'm like. He's like, 
man, my parents just don't understand me. I'm like, dude, I, okay. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to go talk to Sam. He's, like, out there, like, yeah. on a skateboard flipping it around. I'm like, I like this yeah, kid. He's a cool kid. He's in there playing, like, his guitars and stuff. I do wish, like, like the one feature I really wish they would add is, like, if you could buy a house for Linus. Because it makes me, like, I just don't understand why you can't do that for him. You know, put him in a home. You know yeah, what that'd I mean? Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Or like, yeah, like, or, like, you, like, talk to someone, like, hey, like, I'm going to eventually, I don't know. You can like put together like a, a Lionel fund or whatever. Yeah. And like it's some like weird event that, you know, how much money you put into it. Yeah, there's like no way to make him not homeless. Yeah. So, you know. Well, it's because he doesn't want it. He doesn't no, want it. He's home. the homeless guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I don't know, weird Zen master over there. He, he's he up was, to some stuff. He's a little content in his, in his space. It was nice. I don't know why this popped in my head. I love when the hot spring opens up and you can leave the mine mm. and go restore your energy. Yeah. Oh. It's nice. It's like a a Pokemon throwback, I feel like. There's some cute moments that happen in the hot spring, too. Mm. Oh, super cute. No, yeah, cute (laughs) air quotes. People fuck. Whoa, (laughs) they be fucking. Well, guys, well, we've been going for a little over an hour here. Any closing thoughts on Stardew Valley before I round us out? My closing thoughts? I think it's a good game i, I think it's you have any interest in any show. of these things like whether it be farming you know some kind of like kind of quaint game it's no not gonna me. like really like expect too much of you like you should definitely check it out i mean it's a really affordable game for how much content there is definitely uh, the developers working on another game i know right now called uh the haunted chocolatier and it looks really interesting so i mean definitely worth checking out um I would say overall, like, I've definitely gotten my, like, fair play out of it, and I didn't think it would be a game that would, like, keep me engaged mm-hmm. as long as it did, you know? And my wife loves it even more than I do, so. I agree. Jack? Yeah, giving it a second chance, I think, was a really good idea. Um, going into it with someone, I don't think I could play it by myself, mm-hmm. personally. Um, but going into it with someone was a lot of fun. Uh, so, you kind of find something to focus on, and then eventually everything else kind of trickles in over time. You think like 12 year old Jack, like not knowing anything, like walking into this game would have like loved the hell out of it. I don't know. I mean, we, I get, no we love games like Snowblind, which is not a good game. Dude, that'd be a game to go back and play. <laughs> Snowblind. That yeah, was an interesting concept, at least. Like the game Haze was also like yeah. interesting, but real bad. Yeah, but I would say definitely check it out. Um, Hundred percent. You know, you don't get a lot of indie developers that really care about their games like Concerned Ape does. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely worth your time. Even if you check it out for a little bit, even if you play it for like a little bit, like I think it's definitely worth looking into. Tons of content out there on this. You can definitely see tons of videos, stuff like that, or you can go in blind, whatever you like. That's what I'm all about going in blind. Hey, if my grandma can play it, so can you. Well, we should recommend it to our mom. I wonder if she'd mm. like it in her off time. Get oh get her a switch for Christmas. Oh, she can play Stardew while she's like at the school office. Just oh, it's not I a bad idea. Not supposed to do that. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Rock and Tear Collection, Thanks. all about Stardew Valley. Ooh, ooh, ooh. This week, it's joined by Jack so I'm and Michael in this chair. I, I apologize. And next week, we'll be coming back to you with. Chapters, Chapters. all about the silver chair, which 
Michael, you are welcome to join us if you'd like to join us on this. Hey, other show. I might. I'll have, to, I I'll have to give it a re-listen. It's been a while. Mm. Um, and I'm currently still like getting towards the end of the three body problem, which ah, is really good. The free body. Um, what book are you? Are you on the first book still? Yeah. Yeah, I know. You, I, it's yeah, taken you, me a you, while you, to get you, you need to get to the second. I need to talk to somebody about I the know. second, third book. Like, <laughs> I know. I've got a lot of content I'm trying to the like, face absorb program. right now. I've got a few oh, books I'm working yeah. on. Yeah. But. There, dude, there's a lot of stuff out there that like wants your time. And there's a lot of oh, it that's yeah. really good, which is really upsetting. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm still technically working on Dune. I haven't listened to that audiobook in a minute. Mm. But I mean, yeah, working on a lot. But uh, uh, maybe I will be there. So. Nice. Everyone. I hope you have a fantastic evening, morning, or afternoon, wherever you are. Whether you're in good old Deep USA, night, or you're in you're the trying to sleep. depths of the rainforest, or you're in Belgium, everything. or wherever you are, let us know. If you're in a weird place, let us know where you are. Say, hey, I'm okay, listening saying to the a weird place. Yeah. Okay. People could be like, hey, I'm listening to the Rock and Turk collection in an abandoned church right now. Okay, that I would, would, lo- I would love yeah. to hear that. I'm in some strange creep me out liminal backroom space I can't escape. How I'd also I love out? to hear that. I want to hear from you. Michael might be able to help you with that. It's not that we've trapped him in a liminal space before, but... I know a little bit about liminal spaces. I know a little bit about liminal spaces. Liminal spaces. Liminal spaces. You guys know about backrooms? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. Backrooms is interesting. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll talk to you next time. Next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Dude, yeah, the backroom stuff though. Music, like music. The backroom stuff is so creepy. Dude, it really is. Like, I love this idea that like, like people. Like... Yeah, well, and I like how it started where it started people like posting this backroom and they're like, "Why is that unsettling?" They're like, yeah. "I don't know where this picture's from." It's like how creepy it used Yeah, it's just like uh, a really weird. I love, I love.